Oops. Oh my god, my dog is such a princess. He just like, I'm gonna smell, smell, smell. No, I'm not gonna pee on it. I'm okay. That's how I am all the time. <sighs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 13 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Mago. Joining me today, two cyberpunks who will love you no matter how many augs you have. Hmm. Dave Grimm and Dan Colonna. Boys! How are we doing? Are we talking about Dave's ex? That's what it sounds like. Dave's ex. <laughs> Might as well. Montana, which came out around the same time as this recording, right? Also yes, augmented and I'm, I'm playing it. Fiction. Maybe I'm going to talk oh. about it later. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah. now I know <laughs> what you're playing, so I don't need to hear that part of this podcast. <laughs> well, I have plenty of games I'm playing, so you're going to get yeah. to hear about all of them. But which one is Shall the we? game that we both, all three, recently played, would you say? Uh, uh, the game of the episode because this is a game club podcast. I like that lead in there. I tried, but then you like went uh, and I got really nervous. <laughs> you got nervous, like what are we doing? Now? But yes, today's episode Ooh. all about read-only memories, also known as ROM, some places on the internet. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that nice swirlful section, let's go around the horn. How we all doing? It's been a while. Dave, it's let's been start a while. With you. You're a dad now. Yeah, I am a dad. It, and I don't want to talk about it. It only took one episode <laughs> of the podcast for you to become a father. That's pretty impressive. Uh, People, you know, I'm yeah. just, I'm tired. And by the time this airs, my child will already be like, I don't know, three months old. But right now I'm tired. In, in college. She'll be in college. Wow. I won't be able to pay for it. That's kind of crazy to think about. That she'll be three months old by the time this comes out, more or less. Nuts. More or less. It's very bizarre. Yeah. It's like looking into the future somehow, yeah. but not really. But yeah. Um, I like to Dave. think of it like we're, the stu- <laughs> we're a star in the sky. And the and light it takes traveling. that much time for the light to hit the earth. That's like how long it takes for our podcast to come out. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's going to slowly catch up eventually. When we're like episode 100, we'll be on, on par, maybe. Yeah. Co- correct. We'll sure. Yeah. So who, who anyway, goes first? Who's yeah, going to yeah. talk about so, their lives first? I'll, um, <laughs> I'll go first. I, I wanted to talk about a few things. A few things that I noticed while we were on our slight hiatus. Okay. Right? So I've been off... I'm on vacation. We've been watching a lot of movies. Me, Jen, me, Natalie. And there are two things you that I Jen, noticed. Jen, you, Natalie. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Two things I noticed. First off, does anybody own, like, white boxers with hearts on them? Because, <laughs> like, whenever you get, like, pants in a movie, like like the suitor from Alette that, for um, Jasmine, like, that's, that's the typical underwear that people I've are wearing. I've seen... John Mol- John Molson, shout out to John Molson, the daddy Molson. <laughs> I know he has underwear. I hope he similar. doesn't at this point. Go well, on, I want to hear about his underwear. Loud and clear. It's not exactly like you're talking like the tight white underwear. No, that's not like tidy no. white. Like Dave's like talking boxer. about patterned boxers with really cute prints on them. Like, yeah, like that are um, white, specifically white with red hearts. Right. Like I think even like somebody gets pants in the movie Grease and they're wearing that yeah. too possible uh, i mean that is like, the most like stock embarrassing underwear right yeah but i've never seen them sold in stores right hey i don't actually think they're that embarrassing <laughs> you gotta go looking for it's, them yeah. i guess right so i guess that makes them special yeah. and the clerk I'm the people who wear them boxers. <clears throat> yeah so i was wondering I, w- I was wondering when was the first instance of that 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 became like for lack of a better term a meme in 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 movies a trope. and stuff. Call it that a trope. That is interesting. A trope. Thank you. A trope. And then, uh, <laughs> this is the other thing that about, I noticed. Obviously, the other thing I was, really I, I, I realized, well, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about, um, how in one of the, uh, scenes for one of these Star Wars things, one of these Star Wars trailers that re- was released recently. Rogue One. They said that they were upset that the Death Star was upside down. Rogue One. In a scene. They were upset about that? Right? Yeah, someone was upset, so upset about that. And I started thinking about, 
the concept of upside down in, for in this space? round Death Star. Right. And then it was like, how come there's gravity in the Death Star? They create it. Yeah. Gravity wells. The same reason there's gravity in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. How co- exactly. How come? And then I was like, how come there's gravity in the Millennium Falcon? Gravity wells. Yeah. You know. No. There's no. There's, no. You can't do that. I'm going to say this. There's definitely a, a schematic for it. So if we went looking on the official I'm Star sure Wars encyclopedia. I'm sure there's some device that's got some like words jargon that it's yeah. like gravity padooper. That's, that's yeah. the name, actually, Mark. It's amazing. I can't believe your knowledge of the Star Wars lore also, is that deep. You also have to remember, this is, a, this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The rules and dynamics of physics and <laughs> understanding physics, of the universe yeah, physics are, are different. totally different in a galaxy far, far away. Maybe <laughs> maybe be. the universe you has know. gravity everywhere. Maybe, there, maybe it's Well, you flat. know what I mean, but it, like, maybe they understand things that we don't understand. Well, that's it's really obvious. hard. Even right. when they break atmosphere, they need the thrusters full go because or else they're going to fall. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. The like Falcon just kind of glides well, out of atmosphere, yeah. doesn't it? A little bit. Just kind of pulls well, up. Glad yeah, you're we're really, done. I'm glad you're thinking deeply about these movies as yeah. you're watching them. You're just like poking holes. In them. Yeah, it's just it was like like in How I Met Your Mother when they talk about like the the glass shattering moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, how come there's the gravity <laughs> and women's pay glass shattering? Another anyway. one that bothered me a lot is that lightsabers are light, so they shouldn't actually stop. They should just keep going until they. Well, hit. I thought that's kind of like, isn't that like a commonly known misnomer that yeah. it's actually like plasma? Like what makes a lightsaber stop? You know what I always thought? I always thought like, this is my own nerdiness, looking for a way to explain it, is that there were positive and negative parts and of this asleep, lightsaber. And then there's at a slight asleep. angle, so that way eventually <laughs> it comes to a tip where it cancels it so- itself out. That's fascinating, Dave. We awesome. can talk about this offline, but I have thoughts that lead into an hour-long podcast that isn't about video games right, that we play. All right, <laughs> So besides movies, okay. yeah, I've seen you guys been playing Destiny still. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Destiny. We've been raiding, and it's been, eh. I, well, so let me give, I'll, I'll take it away from Dave and, and start with Destiny. We've been working mm. on this ridiculous set of tasks called the Moments of Triumph. Year two, which are the last years laid out. You don't have to tell me about oh, I guess challenges. I was like I know about moments. Yeah, well, maybe our loving audience wants to know. So, maybe. bunch of challenges, time limited. So the game is coming out with a new expansion on September twentieth, which will already be out by the time you hear this. And we've got to do them before then. If not, we can't get the fancy emblems and the bragging rights. Literally, the reason. And yeah. there's a T-shirt involved, which you can get your gamer tag on. What? Yes. I didn't know this. Mark's wait, back wait, in. I'm sorry. Oh my is God. this facetious or are you actually excited? I am a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> can wear that at Dave, school? I wish so he lived cool. closer so I could just like spill water on his pants and leave. I mean, I will say this. Whenever you guys talk about it, I'm like, oh, it's fun. We're a little disenchanted right now because the last thing we tried to do went very poorly and we're going to get another one last go at it. In like yeah, so that's the thing. Like, and that was the frustrating part. It's like, we had a bad run in it and it takes yeah. so many, so much work to organize a group it together does. and then exactly. it doesn't go well. And right. it's like frustrating. I'm like, no, I don't, and like you fun. can always LFG to fill out your group right. and stuff like that. But like, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to have success with my friends. Right. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough, but we'll get it. So that's the destiny. We'll always have uh, when we beat Oryx, not Oryx. We didn't beat, beat Oryx. Skolas. Skolas. That was we'll a tough fight, fellas. Oh my God. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> Skolas is the only one that I think that we fought at like where it was like the hardest thing to do in the game. And we like, did. We it. beat or we beat Crota and and Atheon when we were like a little OP. Yeah. 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 So we only but had to worry about the puzzle. That's Skolas fight. Yeah. 
Tough yeah. stuff. We all remember. That, and that's the thing that bothers me about the year two, um, Moments of Triumph 2, is like when I think of year one, there's so much. There were essentially like three raids, you yeah. know? Yeah. And year two is the one. Right. Yeah. But it's a very it's, big it's really, raid in its defense. Yeah, but I, I, that, I don't, that, that's no, there's no defense. I, that's all it has. I was just putting it out there yeah. to be fair, you know, to the raid. Yeah. It needs its defense. But that's one game we have been playing, Destiny. Um, yeah. But my, another space and, game. And Overcooked. Oh, Mark's oh, been overcooked. waiting for this discussion. Wait. Wait, actually, wait, Dave, real quick about Overcooked, though. Is it good? Like, it's one of those yeah, games that's kind of... it's great. It's great. Okay, so... It looks fun. It's, it's sure. a lot of fun. I'm actually going to go on a bit of a thing for a second here. Yeah, do this, because so, I've been waiting for this thing. All right. No Man's <laughs> Sky. I wrote on my blog about oh. it, nerdpundit.com, and that leads me to this little plug I have to do, because it's a great little story. It's very quick. So, Dave and I were on Facebook... And he's like, did you check Facebook yet? And I don't. I don't look at Facebook. He's on the Nerd Pundit group for Facebook, which is not active. And But somebody mm-hmm. messaged us and said to us, mm-hmm. hey, just so you know, um, me, and my th- me and my two friends have a podcast. And we originally called it Nerd Pundit Radio, but to not, you know, cause a ruckus... Or whatever. Yeah, we not, don't. We don't want to be that, that way. So we're gonna change our name to Nerd Podcast Radio. We really think your site's cool. Um, you know, would love oh, to keep in nice touch. Guys. Whatever. So like, <laughs> it was this long, heartfelt message about how they were not trying to be jerks. It was just a confusion. They looked it up and they're like, "Oh goodness, we have to change this." So, Nerd Podcast Radio. Go find them on Twitter. Go find them on SoundCloud and go find them they're on probably Stitcher. More active than we are. They're cool <laughs> dudes. They've got interviews with like. Their comic book store, their local store, they had an interview. They talk about games they play. One guy liked the World of Warcraft article I wrote, which was flattering. So he plays World of Warcraft, cool dudes. Um, Brian is one of the guys. He's the one I'm in touch with. I got to do a little better homework when I do a plug. But, you know, <laughs> Michael, Anthony, and Brian. And go find them, SoundCloud, all the things. So that leads me into No Man's Sky, mm. which I played for like 10 hours. Okay. Now... Right now, this game's getting a lot of stuff. It's getting a lot stuff. of bad a rap because it's not the game people thought it was, right? Well, and I wonder if how much of that is, like, the game that people wanted was, like, a realistic expectation. I guess I can run down real quick how I feel about I'm, it. I'm, like, it's just... Well, I'm pretty sure in interviews and stuff, he said, like, you'd be able to find each other. It would yes, be difficult, true. but you'd it be able to find each other. It was like a whole Reddit. It was like a Reddit post of all promises that right. we never actually fulfilled. And honestly, I kind of feel like it does end up just being like, you, you choose your own adventure, and that yeah. adventure might be boring. Like, my own adventure mm. was go to a planet and explore it fully, because it shows you how many things are left to explore. Mm. But uh, I don't know, man. I want to give it more time. I want to give it more yeah. time. But it's definitely I have like, a feeling... Like right, like I feel like it's cool. I feel like it should be so cool when I'm playing it. I feel like I should be the coolest dude, but I'm not. Like I'm just flying to the space station, and some guy's like, "Oh, good, you're here." In his alien language, and then I buy a thing from him, and then I leave. Yeah, <laughs> and then I get attacked it, because I was just at a space station and I bought something expensive. Two quick things. Ask me. One, I think it's funny that I I forget. I was keep thinking I could try and find which podcast we mentioned. We had a quick little competition. Before the game mm-hmm. came out, what do we think the Metacritic score is going to be? Right. And mm-hmm. I think... Well, I think what is Dave it? won. What is it? Well, I think I said 75, later. Dave said 70, and then Dan, you said 60. Okay. No, I, I definitely went really low. I think... You did not I go went... as low as Dan. 
Oh really? That I remember. I have the like... lowest expectations of this game. I that's what I thought. I, was funny. I probably went low because I expected it to bomb in the reviews because people were were hyping it up a lot. Yeah, and I thought that was funny that out of the three of us, you had the lowest Metacritic score. I guess you were the one who bought it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was the one who wanted it to be, like, kind of the game that it was, but it's not even that. Yeah. Right now, that's, so. that's Dan's pessimistic attitude. Glass half full. I'll that's buy it anyway. Oh no, that's me being optimistic. <laughs> Yeah, half half empty, rather. But, um, no, I was also thinking, like, I think, onto your point, Dan, I think that's one of the games that's, like, No Man's Sky a year from now is going to look very different than No Man's Sky right now. I think in two weeks. Even that, like, day one patch. There's a patch coming up that they're they're apparently Yeah, so I have a feeling, like, I don't know, it's going to be, like, one of those slow burn. Is the patch going to be multiplayer? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they're such a small team. It's, like, 20 guys. I'll say this. The game pauses. Like, if I hit start, it pauses, so there's That's no one good. else relying on my runtime. It's it pauses. Yeah. That means it's not multiplayer at all. So well, then you would need a server running this entire galaxy, like or universe, I guess. It's oh. it's like we're running the same instance, and I guess we update it together, pretty much. Like, yeah, but it's not. It's not persistent. Yeah, Something that I was thinking about before was like even if it was if it was. They'd be really. They'd have to be really careful in a resource gathering right. world, like universe, yeah. to to make it like really multiplayer. Because otherwise, you'd be able to uh, to, to raise a planet, to plea yeah. Yeah. Uh, a planet, and then of all of its resources. Right. Right. And then the, all those things need to be stagnant. Like yeah. I think it's too. Yeah, I like it better like as a single player game. I really do. I think it's better off. But I, I also think they needed to give me more to do yeah. but maybe like i said the people are finding things in this game that were hidden from launch still and it's been like a month right so yeah. but at some point at some point don't they have to own up and say yeah this isn't what we said it was gonna be well That's i mean i question. think maybe it's that the idea that you know especially that's a very much like 21st century gaming thing is that because with patches and online connectivity, it's mm-hmm. like, if it can eventually get there. Like, Destiny wasn't that great when it first came That's out. That's what they're comparing this to, this experience. Yeah, I think but it's like, and now it's that, very but, different. Yeah. Mm. So, I, No Man's I Sky. I don't have a lot of problems with launch Destiny, personally, but that's, well, that's, you're just, just, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> it did get better, but regardless, let's give it some time. I don't know, I still cook. think it's... Who was I listening to? I was listening to who? Vinci Ingenito from IGN, and he had a good line about it. Because, like, I never understood why this game was so hyped up. Like, people were just, like, losing their stuff at it, and he put it very well. He was just saying, like, how, you know, when you compare Super NES games to now, mm-hmm. like, the gaming experience is, you know, in terms of genres, is kind of the same. It just looks way, way better. Right, and this was one of the first games where it promised something new. Like the technology that we were advancing was now able to create experience that was never able to be done before, right. as opposed to just slapping a new coat of paint on it. Right. Well, that, I like, think that's kind of. Me. I think that's kind of why I had such low expectations is because I didn't expect them to be able to pull it off. The right. Thing that it's, they were promising. Yeah. I was like, this. That's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we can get <laughs> dinosaurs like, really? next month in real life. Or like. And they won't I remember everyone. I saw on like uh, Reddit, it was like a Sonic the Hedgehog looking thing, and it was running in a circle. I was like, "That's awesome." So I mean, it's a cool idea, but I think it's one of the things you gotta like. I really think in a year, yeah. it's gonna look way, way different. Yeah, they just need to hold yeah. on to the user base somehow. That's the issue they're dealing with right now. Is and I don't know if they're players, going to, quite frankly. Like so. And there's also the issue of like 
the fact that they said like when you buy the game you've bought the game and now they're already saying well maybe not maybe maybe they're gonna have dlc oh, great yeah well, they've been a little wishy-washy on that well so we'll so, see um, no man's sky two- and just chrono trigger totally on yes. you know what's funny so l- listening to old podcasts you still talking yeah about oh yeah oh yeah i don't care yeah. how old they are i am I was keeping to that and you're talking about who janice was oh no that's uh that's you know the who oh, this mixed. Yeah, right. Do you know who Janice is yet? Yeah, an annoying kid still. Oh, who's so you don't know. The, who you don't know who he is. Okay. He's probably. I'm probably about to find so out. So you're you're, st- you're still on the mountain of woe. I'm grinding. He's grinding, baby. I'm gonna wallop this boss. Yeah. I, All right. Did you, I got did you go grind some rubbles? Yeah, I'm fighting them exclusively. Them and the other bosses Good. give a lot. Of, the other bosses, the other characters there, give a lot of experience too. Dude, I'm level 35. I feel like I'm. I have frenzy. Everyone's getting their combos. Text. I'm in it. All right, I'm doing, it's so interesting, I'm doing like, this the right way. You, it's like seeing you in this with like one portion of time. It's like I remember like all yeah, that like, like the first time, and you're doing it now. Like, well, something clicked <laughs> when this boss kicked my butt. I was like, I've had this happen enough times. That's it. And then I was talking to you guys, and I noticed everyone's missing like some of their combo text. So I was like, No, this is BS. I'm gonna nah. get in there. I'm gonna grind. gotta go fight the news. The news, the way to no. do it. Oh, uh, the rubbles give you more tech points. Than Everything the, there, the I'm news. fighting. I'm just fighting stuff mm-hmm. over because they put me in combat. The rub- and the rubbles. This is the only time in the game at which you can, you can do this. Right. Because once that's what, once yes, you beat the boss, true. you can no longer fight in the mountain. Right, level. and that's why uh, I stopped, and I'm doing this. Everyone's gonna get their techs. And I'm gonna get like two more levels on everyone. Also, how many te- how many tech points do the rubbles give you? Like thirty. A hundred. A hundred. Oh. That's right. The news give you thirty each. Yes. So they do. and a thousand but, experience and a buttload of gill or whatever you call in this game silver gold. Zenny? Gold. No, gold. 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 Yeah. So. <laughs> Jeez! But I've been—I definitely <laughs> feel the bug. It came, I think, two thirds of the way through the game. But oh, it's so good. Good game. It's so, good. so I'm gonna it beat this. Breaking. It's gonna happen. Mm. Well, we're ready, and I want to text the minute you figure it out. Well, no, I have plans for when it does happen. So I—I I, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, I still don't understand how you haven't put it together yet. Quite frankly, what? Who Janice is? If I think about I it, I think you gotta know. How do you not know? How many characters have blue hair? Well, now I'll go looking. I just thought it was a hood. It's hard to tell anyway. sometimes. All right. Well, we won't pick on this. Yeah, thank uh, you. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I didn't realize we were picking on me. Well, you know, we're giving you a hard time. All the time. All right. I, I stopped talking now. I have stopped. This is Mark's turn to talk. Oh, it's my turn. Um, All right. Yeah, please. Quick, quick things because we're running low. Yeah, how's your life? Are we halfway through already? Uh, it feels like it. Good. Um, I've been, I've kind of gotten this mode where it's like, I can't, it took me a while to like find a game that was like interested in playing. And now the baby now has arrived. I've decided it's like, if I don't love it, I'm not going to play it. I'm taking the deep oh, yeah. approach Good. and it's official now. So I gave up on I am Setsuna. I gave up on, I was playing Steins Gate because I wanted like a text adventure thing. Uh, gave up on that. And I had like a whole long harangue about Japanese gaming, how I don't think it speaks to me anymore. And then I played Dangarapa 2, which is super Japanese, and I loved it. Okay. Although I must say, like the court, like I love the characters in that those games. It's it's kind of like Aviary Attorney, but the cases are way more complex. And like they don't, there's so many like leaps in logic, and they mm. made me kind of appreciate Aviary Attorney a little bit more if someone ever mixes it. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Nah, I'm recording, bro. Don't do there's that. A, there's a look behind the curtain. A little bit. No, More like a stab behind the curtain. How'd that one? No, feel? it's not. It's just funny. I just you skipped it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, just so you guys know, um, it's coming. I, it's By coming. the time yeah. it's yeah, open, they'll be like, yeah, it came out. already. We're done. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> a lot of leaps in logic in the court cases. Like, maybe your return at least made sense. But like, 
those characters are cool. Like, the story of what's actually happening is pretty cool. So I played that on my Vita. And then I'm playing Deus Ex now. I don't think I have played enough to get a really good opinion. But I played um, Bound. Have you guys seen that no. that PS4 game? I've seen it's it. So weird. Oh, it's oh, like a, oh, with the, the ballerina the one. mask, yeah, and she's got like dance yeah. moves for platforming. No, I, Very, I don't know this. She game. creeped me out with the way it, she moved. Ballerinas yeah, are weird. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's literally like a ballet. Hashtag ballerinas are Hashtag weird. Ballerinas <laughs> I'll put that in this episode's thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the story is like it's this woman who's pregnant. She's walking along this beach, and she's like, like and there's like a house in the distance. She's like flipping through her notebook as a kid and all these drawings of this world and okay. every drawing is a board that you can pick so you can do it in any order you want right. and it's it might be one of the most beautiful games i've ever seen like the the boards are like not physical but they move like they're just shapes that will solidify when you get close to them that's nuts and yeah it's very cool. very weird. i've never seen anything like it and it's got a photo mode which is like you can get the craziest shots and it's basically a platformer, and as a platformer, it's not good at all. Like, it's right. the platforming is not hard or mm-hmm. just it's just blah. It feels like an afterthought. Right. It's really like one of those games that's trying to tell a story, mm-hmm. and the gameplay is very, very second. And I think it doesn't pull it off very well because it literally is very little game. But the story I thought was actually, once you figured out what was happening, was very interesting. Cool. There's a very small story, but I thought it was definitely, if you want a game that's like, huh. That's the what you want afterwards. It's terrible for trophies, but still played through it. I only got two playing it. But yeah, bound. A little shout out. Alright, let's get into it, boys. The main event. Spoiler full. Tons of spoilers. If you don't want to get this game spoiled for you, stop listening. Read only memories by Midboss? By Midboss. Yes. Yep. This mid-boss. game is by Midboss. Or was it Midboss or Mini Boss? Midboss. Midget boss. No. By Midboss. The boss. The boss is small. The other bosses. Always, whenever I see the logo when I log into it, uh, it reminds me of the boss you fight in Mega Man X, Launch Octopus. It's the only level that has like three mid-bosses. Why can't we just play Mega Man X all day? I, we could do that for a whole podcast. but We could probably. But let's, let's get play. into this anyway. one. So read-only memories. In Neo San Francisco, a vibrant city of low life and high tech, you will witness the world's first sapient robot learning to grow and live as you become embroiled in the darkest scandal of 2064. Popular user-defined tags for this game are Adventure, Cyberpunk, Point and Click, and Visual Novel. And again, these are getting better and better as this podcast goes on. Usually it's like something stupid like 8-bit, but this is exactly how I would describe <laughs> the game to somebody. But Well, you don't, you don't control the tags. You just read them. I don't control them, but I'm saying that they're, so they're popular user-defined, so the users are defining it better. Oh, so shout out to the users right. doing their yeah. jobs. There you go, Steam users. <laughs> what, what? So that's the uh, yeah, right. the boring way. I don't know. Is there a better way maybe that this game could be described? I will say one thing right off the bat is like, I you know when I first read this description of this game, because it was my decision, I was I was expecting more point and click adventure. Mm. Okay. This, is, this is very much visual novel and very little point and click adventure. Very little. Well, I mean... Yeah. There's elements or, of it. You know, or maybe there's just, like, I expect more puzzle in my point-and-click adventure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say it, say it that okay. way. Like, it's it's pretty on rails, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, you do play as um, a protagonist. You uh, find that Turing, the first sapient robot, and you just react. You find out that your 
a friend that you uh, have lost contact with over time is in trouble, and you just try and get to the bottom of it, and at the same time, you're like, feel responsible for this robot who's just showed up at your door. Right. Mm. And you just, you're an investigative journalist, and you, uh, you know, you proceed. Right. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Right? Like, proceed. That's how the game starts you off, too, if we can... Yeah. Jump right into it because it's the, like I keep thinking back to that first day, and it it's one of those oh. intros that's so simple that you're like, there's got to be the whole game story in this first panel, and you don't realize it, but it really does just kind of like you're a journalist, you write boring reviews for headphones, that's it, and then this robot shows up to your doorstep. Stupid headphones, and I then swear. you can, but you can try those headphones on anything in the game. I know, and I'll get to a point where it really <laughs> pissed me off about those headphones. You but oh, uh, is it because there's like a trophy for testing the headphones? On no, anything? I'll we'll wait till later. But yeah. <laughs> kind of like just starting off with like I guess the biggest thing is like the, kind of the visual style of this. Yeah. It's got its very almost like early nineties. I don't think mm. I guess it's eight, but, but it's like yeah, it's like that like late eighties, early nineties. If it is very like King's Questy, yes, it was very much you a know? Super Nintendo quality game. Like I yeah. could see this game being on the Super NES, um, just yeah. graphically sixteen bit at, at best. Say yeah. again, sixteen bit at, at best. Yeah, you know, like it won't go. Maybe it would have been on PlayStation, but people would be like, "This is very simple. What are you doing right now?" But the yeah. sound quality was a lot better than that. I'd say. The sound quality no, I mean, even... was great. I would yeah. even said like the visual quality. Like I thought, like the main screen that you're looking at and traversing the world, that was mm. meh. But like the actual profile pictures of the characters, I actually thought that was really, really good. Yeah, it was yeah. very. It was kind of like a vibrant, like papers please ish look to it. Right. Um, you know, what? I was going to complain about one mechanic that used to get me all the time. Oh god. Is sometimes like like the game needed to like reset. It's hover event, right? If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I know exactly. Mm-hmm. The like, mechanic you're so like I'd about. be like on something that I want to click on, but it, like it went like I don't know. Maybe I, this guy didn't finish talking yet, so like it won't it won't be clickable until I hover out and then right. hover back mm-hmm. onto them. It's I'm like, so glad you brought said, that up because right. I used to annoy me. Like, it annoyed me the like the, the entire game. Right, there was that kind of stuff. It had its quirks, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. there was definitely um, it's like off the bat you meet Turing and it starts you. He's the game for me. Like yeah. Like, yeah. the whole game's about him as far as, like, game interest, like, the story. I mean, obviously, I didn't beat it. I really got far. But the whole thing's around how he grows. Now, now you call, you've been calling Turing a him, which there's that, like, little Ooh, thing in right. the game where, like, he never talks of, you ne- it never specifies what his gender is, and then they kind of, you, they kind of bring that up really late in the game. But I, did you guys always just think of him as well, a him? Well, he's blue, I and I guess that's also me being kind of narrow-minded because he's blue that means he's a boy but it's we grew up in a time that that was the case so i mean yeah well on that point when i think it's interesting like do you guys read a little bit about like i this, just pulled this, it up this company so this game was this game was kickstarted by gamer x gay g-a-y-m-e-r-x yeah and and their whole thing was to create like a, a very kind of lbgtq right I got all the letters like mm-hmm. friendly game mm-hmm. and I like I didn't read about that till I, afterwards and then it makes kind of sense that there's so many characters like Lexi uh, like Tomcat like Jess they're is a big very, one for that they're the two, the two teenage boys I don't remember their names Ollie exactly. and uh and Chris watch your tongue yeah <laughs> Ollie and Star something I don't want to say what it is but if you've played Star the Mucker. game well like and gender is very much kind of this it there's a point about gender by the point that it's not a point mm. where yeah. um, it is though Turing for w- some characters. So like 
Yeah. And, and the way gender evolved in the year 2064 is, I think, the kind of hope. And I, I would love to see this future as well because it's very much like just a part of the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Wave that yeah. progressive flag, Dan. Yeah, I, I will. And um, <laughs> but, but it also makes the interesting point that you know augmented people and like people who get like implants for fun rather than requirement are being judged mm-hmm. for their choices. Mm. Or not fun. Mm-hmm. I should say life choice, right? Like if somebody wants to be a really good runner, they can now choose that by getting really strong robotic legs. And or like cheetah legs, right? And that's or, the, or they can become a cheetah person, correct? And yeah. that's their choice. And that right. comes up. This running theme throughout the whole game, and I, I, I like the way it was executed. Personally. Yeah, it kind of was... go, Dave. No, no, I, I totally agree. I, I really thought it touched nicely and like put into perspective in different terms. And it's in this sci-fi world, some of the things that you know we see going on today. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, people fighting for their LGBT rights and. And, right. and it's just funny and like, to see it like segue into a sci-fi thing if like like it's a future where lgbt is now mm-hmm. like totally won the war they're fighting now and now there's this whole yeah. other very similar war yeah it's like we'll never say, be like, okay with new, people making some new repressed part yeah. of society it's like a new layer needed to replace it so it's like the thing that people yeah. got angry about yeah. with the human what is that the human evolution revolution the human the revolution i think it is it, human revolution like, like that we need to be pure we need to get rid of augments right so and, like that's the thing that everyone focuses yeah. on and everything else and like you know there were points too it kind of like yeah. poked out my own little ignorance like with lexi saying you know lexi had a relationship with your sister right and she was just saying oh you know say how to your sister and i kept thinking like you know originally i'm like oh so she must be a boy but wait and like it kind of just made me feel stupid i was like oh you know it doesn't have to be a boy because he had a relationship with my sister but that was my default kind of thought Mm. uh but going back to turning and and turing rather and like you know shout out to the turing test if you guys it was a huge shout out to the turing Mm -hmm. person who made the turing i felt so smart when i picked Mm -hmm. up on that i'm like i know on on alan turing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. um did we like turing as a character yeah it was like a i I loved turing (laughs) I, I made it my point to like Turing, I think, also, because as he started to feel turmoil and his life started to unravel around him and his creator dies and all that, like, he's just like, stinks, this is the worst, but, like, this is the first time he's dealing with grief mm. as a sentient being, so every time that came up, I was, like, treating him on my level, like... Yeah, def- because, he, because his creator died, and I guess we that, say that, too, and then it was also, like, I, I felt... Like, I had to defy him sometimes to put him on my level two. Like, there was one segment where I had to get into the apartment complex. I threw a brick at the ladder, and he was like, that's stupid. Why would you throw a brick at a ladder? It doesn't seem very elegant at all. So he questioned it. I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. So I did it. And then he was like, all right, I didn't like it. I'm like, all right, good. Mm. <laughs> Let's go inside. So, like, so things like think? that, I treated him like an equal, and I was always like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Like, mm. this stinks right that's now. That's interesting. It's you okay. took that. Well, See, here, here's, like, I thought of him as an equal, like, a person, and I was like, he's not necessarily a person I like because he's too wordy. Oh. I was like, just shut up sometimes. <laughs> Somebody who does a podcast, <laughs> I, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> a little wordy. No. No, I mean, like, yeah. I'm just trying to say, like, you know, it's like if you go out of your way to be accepting, but, like, at the same time, you have to be honest with yourself to, about whether or not you like this person, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought he was a little annoying at mm-hmm. times and like and you get to give those like jabs at him every once in a you while you should you know like enough but uh no i 
for the most part, I did like him. He's cute. He's like a little blue guy. He wears his emotion on his globe head. I have to ask you to know. refer to him as a guy. Did, a I, did I accidentally? Did I did I change your opinion as I was talking about him a little bit? Cause... No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, you didn't change my opinion. I just I know I had an arc mm. with my feelings of of Turing, where I, I'm like, I, at first I was like, he's alright, and then I was like, he's pretty annoying, and then like by the end of the game I was like, he's dealing with a lot, and I respect him and I like him. Okay. Okay. Mark, yeah, you're itching see, over there. I want to hear what you got to yeah, say about this. Yeah, because I think my, I had a problem with Terry, and I think yeah? the problem was I went into, like Dave mentioned, his arc. Like, I had an expectation for what his arc was, which was totally not what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, the name oh. Turing immediately jumped out at me. It's like, okay, so this is, you know, Alan Turing, the Turing test is a machine sentient or just a machine. So I thought what it was going to do more was trying to play that line of, you know, can machines, that big question is like, can you develop a machine that is like a person or is it always a machine? Mm. And Turing, that's really not what Turing's about. Turing is very much a person. When he's yeah. dealing with grief, he needs time. Like it was one of those things like, he's like, I need to walk. I need to go process this. Yeah. And I was like, you're a machine. You could process things way quicker than humans can. Right. And you, you need to go walk. Yeah. So I felt like he just felt, he was very wordy and very like jargon filled, but like to me, he just felt, which is one of the big, the big problems I have with this game. Is he didn't feel like a like he was a machine, but he didn't feel like a machine. Right. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of um, what was that movie? Do uh, Sex Machina. Has anyone seen Deus Ex Machina? Deus, whatever the way you want to pronounce it. Guy I, from I, machine. Is, uh, Deus Ex the movie? Yeah, the movie. I've never seen it. Dave. No, I didn't see it. Go see it, first of all. It's well, amazing. Give us everything but you it's got about, on it. <laughs> yeah, it's about this guy, and he gets hired or kind of recruited to give a, a Turing, well, sort of, give a Turing test to this robot girl. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, it's like you, like, not without spoiling what the movie is about, you're kind of constantly, like, trying to figure out, like, is she really just a machine, or is she really kind of feeling emotions? And, and the situation kind of unravels. Mm-hmm. And that was the movie I thought brilliantly kind of played that line. So I, and mm-hmm. So for Turing, like... I know that was just the expectation I was hoping that was going to play. Like I wanted to kind of start really thinking about, you know, what is existence? You know, is it, if a machine is showing human like qualities, is there the point where we could say, okay, yes, you are a human rather like, or wonder about it. And I just felt for Turing, he, he could have been a human and there would have been literally no change in his dialogue basically. Mm -hmm. So that was the only thing I was just annoyed about. I'm like, I I think it partly is I had the wrong expectations, but he just felt like, I don't know, too maybe perfect it's, of a person already. Yeah, it's just like he felt very much like a person. What, there was nothing about for, him that was sorry. computer-like. Were you hoping for? And I don't know. Like, like I don't know if that's fair for me, but that was like the expectation of what I wanted out of that character versus what I got, which was he was just like your quirky sidekick guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. I, I'll say one of the le- parts where like he really turned for me, and then I liked him more was when he kind of opens up and he like admits that like he's trying to seem smart because he thinks that'll make him more likable and that's like a very like childhood yeah like a very childish way of thinking that i appreciated him being honest about but again it's like a childlike thing that there's nothing machine about it Mm -hmm. and i just felt like for the whole message like the whole the idea of identity what is identity like you know gender identity i think very currently is a big kind of issue Mm-hmm. People now find themselves really not finding themselves in any camp and trying to figure out what that mm-hmm. what that feels like. We're all just people. We're all just people, man. Know. People sure, are people. Man. And people is people. Tomatoes. 
people. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I thought this game was going to go down that route. It's like, that's the next step. You know, we're tra- like, we're finding that gender, the more and more we're honest with ourselves that people are finding themselves not male, not female, but somewhere very gray. Maybe the next step is machines where it's like, I'm not quite a machine. I'm not quite a person. Where huh. am I in the middle? But I never really got there. I just never felt like Turing ever straddled that line well enough that I was getting it. I don't know. I think it was just one of the things that it was expectation I wanted versus what it was mm-hmm. trying to do. So I'll let that aside. Out of curiosity, the, the character you can equate to Turing the most in other sci-fi, would it be C-3PO? Uh... Yeah, oh, you're no, but even gonna, C-3PO is very is, aware. Does C-3PO seem more like AI than... C-3PO than... definitely felt more AI than... And yeah. you know what? And I'm glad you're bringing that up because one key difference, and I think that might have been the whole thing, was the lack of voiceover. That uh, it is really yeah. just text, that there uh, is no inflection mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I almost wonder if his voice was monotone. Oh, no, Maybe I... that would make him seem more like a machine. He definitely had inflection. I read his voice, or the way he... Yeah, like, it felt like a voice. He had, like, a voice where he like. came up and down and got angry, and his face mm. had, like... He didn't need to have memes. LED teeth when he mm. gritted his teeth yeah. in anger. Like, that was there by design by Hayden. So he wanted this robot to be as human as possible. And right. I'm sure mm. he had that inflection, right? Like No, and it just yeah. it seemed like he did. And I just felt that was kind of a knock on his character, that if it was really this question, I think yeah. plays a lot in the endings about you know, robot citizenhood mm-hmm. and such. Mm-hmm. Like he needed to straddle that line yeah. way more than he did. Well, my main, the moment, I guess we all had our moments with Turing. My moment for when I was like, oh, I have to treat him a certain way was when I asked him something. It was right after he discovered that Hayden was dead officially. As far mm. as I know, maybe the ending's different. Um, was when he was like, why don't you just look it up yourself that you have a mesh net computer on you? And I was like, whoa, he is not my yeah. assistant. He is my partner in this. We have to move as a unit. And I was like, all right, just look it up for me, please. Like, it's like, you know, yeah, and that's a very he, human. About pull the, let me Google that for you. Yeah, yeah literally, yeah, like, if he's <laughs> such an advanced robot, he should do that instantly. But it's like, he just wasn't. He has to want like, to. He has to want to because he's a person. Yeah. Too. So I thought that was something. Yeah. Very interesting um, character, though, honestly. Like, a lot to take apart. Maybe kind of boring to some, but, like, there's a lot there that is hidden. I, I That's the thing. Like, I, I think wanted I, more. I think f- for Mark as a writer, you wanted to, like, you wanted him to, you felt like, at, from a writing point of view, that it was just too easy to just write him as a human. Uh, yeah, like, definitely. Like, he should have been tweaked a little bit to somehow show that, yeah, he's the first sapient machine, but he's still he's still a machine. He's not quite human. Uh, like, yeah, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if you took away his picture and I just read mm. his text, he's a person. I, I would not yeah. have been like, well, yeah, he's a robot. Like, I, uh, there's I didn't see a big discrepancy. They actually felt like because you're such a silent protagonist in it, like you're mm. almost a little bit more. The, robot-like. You're more robot than he, <laughs> than he, than he is. Cool. But honestly, like I could have got over that. My mm. big beef with this game was this okay. kind of point-and-click, quote-unquote, adventureness? Yeah, exactly. It's it's more of a visual novel, really. There are puzzles, and whatever. Like, if it's going to be a little dab on the puzzles, that's fine. I thought the puzzles mm. in this game were terribly designed. Terribly uh, designed. Am I, am I alone on that? No. There, there, I, mean, I mean, what was the most interesting puzzle? Getting the umbrella? 
You know what's actually funny? Like, like Dan just mentioned, like he to get in the, the brick. Uh, I, I didn't he threw the brick. So, I was like, what? <laughs> all right, so I did something I haven't done in video games in a while, and that is make a separate save because I knew there. I feel like there's branching paths in this game at one point or another, conversationally. Right, yeah. So what you can do, the there's two ways. The obvious way or the easiest way is to go through your inventory and you finally get to the business card of Fairlight. That's his name, right? Yeah. And you uh, yeah. you give it to this journalist, and then you know. Turing's like that might not have been a great idea because the journalist gets so stoked and says I'm gonna go call him right now and I'm like if there's one thing I want to not do it's it's get the old man with cybernetics mad at me for giving he's up his business card. He's just an old card. man. He's confused. So I went around. You can go to marketplace. He likes. He loves taking on oh. charity cases. He loves it. Oh yeah, he says that. Well, I, anyway, that guy. I'm sure he's the killer, <laughs> but let's not. Um, so uh, you can go to Marketplace, and I was like, what am I going to do here? And then I, I just looked around, and there's a loose brick, so I grabbed it. And then I was like, oh, mm. I could probably throw this at the ladder, can't I? And then I did, and then it comes down. And then turning. Now, was me. that on the same screen as the ladder? No, no, that's so what I said. You go to the Marketplace where so you go. Uh, you it's actually, a totally different that's location. Like one of the, it's one of the only items that you use at a different location, because uh, everything else is like... You, on you the screen. oh you need to do something it's probably that thing over here yeah it's funny yeah. you should say that you too because I'm at the point of the game where I'm getting all of the things for Vincent to give him escape from Neo San Francisco mm-hmm. and um, everything there just keeps it. these ridiculously disjointed tasks of getting a fake passport a trace li- a, car, a, yeah. a car that can't be traced and one hundred thousand dollars are all very different and they're all like number. between two screens. Yeah, and the punks yeah. are like, "Oh, we can go get this poster right down the block. No problem. Let's go to the bar. That guy did the thing. Nothing shisty happened. Great, good. Oh, you need a car that can be untraceable? No problem. I got a thing that is exactly that on me at the bar right now, and I'm wearing a tank right. top. <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go. Get out of here before my boyfriend like, sees I ran me. out of time. I was gonna make this way more complicated, but I just don't have the time. It, and it's, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I I love a challenge, but I I also like it when it's easy. But this was way too easy. Like. I needed a challenge is what I'm trying to say here. And I I wanted to think more. Like, I was like, where am I going to get these things from? I, this car's everywhere. Maybe. I think the thing that took me the longest was getting the right drinks for people. That was you know interesting. What I'm about? All right. So anyway, yeah, that was. That's that's right. a perfect example. Moving on I think over. When you're talking about puzzle games like this, like we're going to yeah. play Day of the Tentacle later in the season, which is a perfect example of slight per- reaches in logic. But for the yeah. most part, it makes sense. You take this, you combine it with this, and this is going to solve this problem. Right. Yeah. This game had so many things that just were, this doesn't, there's no kind of setup for it. It just, this doesn't make sense. Like there's yeah. no, besides like, like the, there's the whole drink thing, which, okay. If there were three drinks and you, or like four drinks, uh, we should probably explain. Yeah, well, so, so, so there's a part where like, you're trying to get to this VIP section of this, of this bar, but you need, um, in Stardust. Exactly. And you need to, but to, in order to get to the VIP section, you have to be like, liked by the uh what do they what do they call those people there's patrons uh, uh, the, no, oh. it can't be the, just those patrons it has to be the the in crowd animal like people whatever the hybrids the hybrids yeah, you don't want to get it wrong yeah. that'd be bad so yeah i mean, i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna use a racial slur of the future in, in, <laughs> in 2065 someone's gonna hear this yeah those uh fish. animal people whatever those, you call uh, them. Those, those mongrels the, anyway the furries oh no <laughs> someone had to say it tonight uh, but uh, so yeah, you had to get on their good side with drinks. Yeah, but, but like they tell you like, oh, this person wants a spicy drink, but then you have to go through the the long conversation tree to find out what's in each drink. To and find there's out like kind forty of like. drinks. Oh yeah, the title like says it drinks. though. I mean, I didn't have a very hard time with that. No, no, neither did I. But oh. the point was like that's a dumb puzzle. Oh, true. There's nothing. 
it's just yeah, just no. Okay, I need to kind of put this idea to this idea. Case in point, the moment I officially was like, I don't know how I feel about this game, so spoilers, dislike this game, was the stupid headset with the rapper guy in the alley. Little, oh. little explanation. He's such a brilliant artist, but he can't rhyme very simple words, and he needs to see an item that rhymes that with your words. That was very And annoying. the last one, right. tones. What do you rhyme with tones? You have a pair of headphones. And it says headphones and when you in the menu. Click, when you click on the description, of, when you click on the headphones, what does he say? Those darn headphones. And when you click on to give him the item, he goes, the official name, the GM Beats GTX whatever. Beats. And, and he doesn't like, rhyme it at all. I don't understand. Why can't you put this together? And how did the solution to the puzzle? There's a box of donuts randomly on mm-hmm. the screen. And you pick up the donuts, and he thinks they're scones. Yeah. <laughs> Are you it's, kidding me? Yeah, like, it, I didn't the try puzzle? the headphones. You didn't try so the headphones. I, I just grabbed, for whatever reason, I was like, I need these, I need these donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, because I went through all my items. Dave I'm just like, be like, this game through. is, yeah, like, this game's not going to make me go to different screens. So I know the solution has to be there. So I mm. had to guess that he's going to misinterpret a dessert to a different word? Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> That's the puzzle? I was in... Hey, it took me a good hour to figure it out. Yeah. That was part of That's it. That's frustrating. Oh, really? But I was just literally like, that's that's a that's a stupid puzzle. There's oh. no... It was the only thing that you could click yeah. on there, and that was like yeah, the rule... That was the rule throughout the game. The one other thing you can click right. is that's the... Sol- yeah. That solves the puzzle. Correct. And that- there yeah. were just other ones like that. Like, the umbrella thing... Uh, the, the one where you have to get the ladder. I ended up mm-hmm. using the umbrella right. that you get yeah. from the guy standing there. How do you get the umbrella? He, and I wrote this down, quote, give me something interesting. What the yeah. heck does that mean? So I had to guess items, and I guessed mm-hmm. the right item. The so, big, oh, wait, what were we going to say? Dude? It, no, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. No, I was then at the to biggest the puzzle, which plays a role into which ending you get, I still don't understand it, is the one where you're hacking into a computer to get Turing's code from Hayden's full code that he made for Turing and there are eight squares I think and you need to pick the right four. Oh, the the mastermind game is there a logic to it because I didn't get it I totally yeah, didn't it tells you it's like it's like when you, you remember that well remember when we were in Florida on those Go trips on. and we would just watch lots of game show network we did watch and lots like, of game show network and like and they, hard. one of the games is is lingo and like it'll tell you when like there's a there's one in the right place or there's one in the wrong yeah. like so it's like that it's just like yeah. mastermind but that's it so it's like yeah. i'm just guessing which are the right spaces and so like uh, the biggest thing was like okay my first initial thing i was like i got two out of the four so i had to guess which of the mm-hmm. two of the four are yeah. the right ones that's a puzzle. That's really that the game, the ending of the game is going to be determined on that. Can you get like what five tries, and you yeah. can't even back out? Like, I'm sorry. Did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Okay. I kept thinking like I'm missing something. I got it. Well, aren't you awesome? And I, I, mean, I, got, I mean, I probably got lucky. Yeah. That sounds like really the cool. best I ever got was two out of the four. And, I, guess... and I was just again like, is it really that? Because like, oh my, I, on my initial guess, I got three of the four. <laughs> So then, like, I, I removed one, and it went down to two, and then I, like, okay, so that one was in there, and then, like, I got the fourth. Yeah, you know. like, and, th- I mean, that's it. So, I like, I, I got yeah. two of the four in my first try, so I yeah. moved one, I got two of the four, I got another one, 
I got one out of four. I'm like, okay, that's the wrong one. But then I just kind of ran yeah, out of Yeah, you choices. had no more opportunities. I mean, I understand there's a logic thing yeah. to that. But, but you have to get lucky. That's luck. So you're telling me the they ending I'm going to get... They could have given you more get, tries. Yeah, so the ending know? I'm going to get on this game is determined right. by luck. Really? Which is actually frustrating to learn right now because I... I didn't even, I didn't even know that there were multiple endings of this game. Oh, there's like three. Oh, there I'm taking very strong precautions. There's like seven, first of all. I'm taking a lot of precautions to make sure that I get, like, the good ending right now by, like, not messing up. Well, I'm up. talking right now. You don't solve that puzzle. You don't get the good, quote-unquote, well, ending. What if I get Vincent out? He's going to give it to me, right? Nobody cares about Vincent. He's a oh, bum. Man. He wants a stolen car. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of speaking of uh, one of the storylines in this game, like, the, there's the... So one of the storylines of this game, we should explain to the user, is that... Uh, the user. Um, <laughs> and what, uh, the user. The, That's uh, all you are, listeners. Your users. Sorry. That should be you, our as a web developer, you think of your, your, your community as users. So it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to say is that uh, there's that whole thing where the people are dying who are... Uh, the people who are writing letter, writing blog posts or whatever, and they're being altered on the internet to, mm. to sound very... Um, pro human revolution. Like pro parallax or pro no, oh. not pro human revolution. Yeah, it's parallax. Less anti human re- revolution. Pro parallax. More inflammatory in that way, and pro uh, hybrid. Pro yeah, but um, and whatever, whatever the it, AI act if, uh, terminology is, I don't remember. Right. A lot of drugs. But um, yeah, but there are people who are dying, you know, during that whole segment. And uh, who did you guys think were committing these murders? Did you know? No, I'm, at my point in the story, I'm guessing it's Yannick. If not Yannick, then it, it might be Hayden. I got to the very, very end of the game. I still don't know. I still don't care. Spoiler alert. Really? You, you didn't, I think Hayden faked his death. No. It's, yeah, is it's Decker. Decker. Okay. Decker. I don't care. Did you beat the game, Mark? I didn't, actually. I got Who's to the Decker oh, okay. fight at the very, very end, and I got so annoyed with it, I stopped. And yeah. I was like, I don't care enough about this. That whole, that whole, it's annoying. Yeah. It took, so, me, two, it took me two or three tries to, to get through that. And to kind of tie it back, like, the that's human the revolution situation. Guy? The human revolution guy. The guy Not who's... Like human revolution no, guy. no. He's like the assistant Fair to... Fairlight's bodyguard. Yeah. So like that's the one puzzle. You like, need him because Yannick is is in, is instructing him to kill him. He's actually a robot. Okay. Yeah. So it's Yannick. and it's like okay. okay. So, yeah. But he's he's up anyway. But I was gonna, what I was going to say is what I thought would have been interesting, mm. and what I had had thought is if like because they're talking about um, Baby Blue or whoever their first Parallax releases that AI on the on the mesh. Yeah. Right. And it like it's starting to do certain things to keep itself alive to make sure it doesn't get shut down, and my my thought was like it was still out there, mm. and that um, and that it had actually been taking control of like the ROMs mm. and the ROMs were com- committing the murders. Oh. I thought that would have been really interesting because it's almost like the the hidden assassin. I thought that would have been thing. way more interesting than what it actually yeah. was. Yeah. But going back to that, that whole Decker thing, like, that mm-hmm. was going in, like, the idea of puzzles in this game. Like, you can see the corollary. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the original one where you're trying to get those two kids tracked with their taxis. Okay, so I see they're trying yeah. to do the same it's like puzzle. like the same concept. But the problem is the, bu- the puzzle's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The first puzzle, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when you're trying to get that taxi back, I got it to the space, but it asked me to make another move. Yeah, so that happened yeah. too. It did the same thing too. Like it keeps going past it anyway. Yeah. So what? Right? What the heck is the point of that? I don't. I don't know. You got to block it, it twice. It, it seemed. You got to block it twice. You got to pretty much block it in that space. 
Like, I did. Entirely. Oh, I guess, no, I didn't. But, I mean, how do you block them in the same space? You have to keep There's making it so that it has to bounce back to that space. I had that puzzle a few times. Did you lose them? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah I totally got it. And back. then there was the whole thing with the Decker fight. The Decker fight works kind of the same way where... But he just busts through walls whenever he, he decides to. He busts through walls. Like, and t- how do yeah. I beat him? Turing's like, I don't know. Let's just kind of see how long we can last and we'll figure it out. Basically, like, it's like, let's say it's like 20 turns. As long as you make it 20 turns. Yeah, and it, of course... It works out. Why does it take 20 turns? Because he has to give you this long stock harangue. exposition. About, uh, this is why I did it. But like, are you... Like... That was the moment. Like, I lost that fight twice. And yeah. I was just like, I'm done. Don't care. Yeah. Not doing this again. It's just, it was a very, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's Randomness good is not a successful, don't. like, when you get something randomly, you feel lucky. Mm-hmm. When you don't get it because of randomness, you hate that thing until you stop mm-hmm. doing it. That, yeah, I, and, like, I understand there's, like, a logic thing. But, again, like Dave's saying, he could but the mechanics the walls. But the mechanic's not fair because it's like you're, you're, you're closing walls and you're trying to make it... It's the same... It's very similar to the whole taxi thing. So he can go, like, up, down, left, right, but you can close two exits all the time. Yeah. But whenever he decides to, he could just break through the exits that you closed, and he doesn't even move, like, one space at a time. He'll, like, bust through two or three walls in one go. Yeah, and I was... It's like, oh, yeah. I guess he's here now. I'm tired of hearing your, your speech, and it just yeah. really kind of grinded me down at the end. I was just like... Yeah. I'm not, I'm just not into this. And I stopped. Mm, and this stinks. is the first game for Game Club that I have not beaten. <laughs> Welcome to the new Game Club where you don't beat games. Me, I'm the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to drop to the, like, the decision made at the end. Dave, you're really the only one who, yeah. who got there. What, what happened? I mean, like, I I was with, uh, I mean, I decided. So at the end of the game, you have to decide, like, how you're going to stop Parallax's launch of of whatever it is big blue yeah which, which is like if they if they get that up there it'll be an ai that's up on the mesh that's but which we will give them too much control essentially because they'll be it'll be kind of like uh skynet when people get worried yeah skynet it's a very a very skynet situation where once the news once a corporation is in control of the news then like you know they can yeah. spin things however they want and all the information you know but uh so you you decide to fight it by turning every ROM into uh, sapient intelligence, just like Turing. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and uh, and I did that successfully, you know. Um, and then there's yay. the other side of it is like this Turing like you. <laughs> um yeah, Turing likes me. Okay, because like when I because what I did was then I jumped to like the ending chart and I was like, okay, what, okay. what endings are there? And those are the big deciding factors. Can you, did you get solve that puzzle, which I didn't? Mm-hmm. And does Turing like you? That determines your ending. Yeah, I got I got like the all good things ending. Okay. Yeah, because you. I'm on the road for that things. one too. I think I'm totally gonna beat this game. You should. Yeah. It's okay. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um. I the all good. I got the yeah. The, I mean, and then I got like the endless Christmas like. To like to go talk to all the rom mm. one of the interesting things it's like there's some of the like old roms who just aren't who are like are kind of not uh not that great technologically wise maybe they're slow and stuff and they're like it's like when you when somebody comes out of prison and they don't know what to do with themselves mm. you know what i mean like like they're like i didn't ask for this you know yeah, yeah. put me back <laughs> Like now I now I know that I should want more, but I'm all oh, the only thing I'm capable of is mopping this floor. Thank you. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. There is that double side there. So like you were happy with the ending that you got. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, like, I think it's a little irresponsible that we just made all every robot sapient, but Is it better it's better than, than the alternative yeah. than, mm. than Skynet. Right. Right? And, and to kind of to start wrapping it up now, as I, I see I like what we've been talking about this game for like an hour. Like, I think this game definitely, like, when you talk about, like, correlations to society and, like, mm-hmm. bigger messages, like, I think this game touches upon interesting ideas mm-hmm. in a not very successful way. Like, I thought mm. the idea of kind of promoting, the, you know, replacing the LGBTQ struggle with now the AUG struggle, I think is interesting. It's like the society Augs needs to be... Yeah, we need to be racist yeah. towards something. So it's like, mm. let's just swap it. And then, like, it just, like, literally, but it feels like the same thing. But yeah, I could see that happening, too. No, totally. Yeah, and is, I think that's very interesting. It's, it's astute. Yeah. Yeah. And then this idea yeah. of, like, you know, Dave, you were bringing up, like, this idea of, like creating sentient beings but then the, then there's the idea it's like well i didn't ask to be created and then there is like i think it kind of did a better job of kind of walking that line of what that would really look like but mm. i don't know like just overall i just felt there's interesting ideas in this game it would have been much much yeah. much better served just being okay i'm a visual novel and there are visual like, novels out there that's fine it's it's yeah. the 21st century you can do that the the puzzles were so bad and just bad badly designed and i just thought they muddled an experience that could have and i don't even think like i thought the ideas that were in there were okay but like you know all the characters there's what's the cat girl i can't think of her name jess jess and there's like conversations go with her i have to ask really quickly oh she was just really mean to me but did you get i didn't think i I was being mean to her oh she's on my good side right now that's interesting. Well, Why? Did you guess that she was Tomcat in the beginning? No. Oh, my gosh. I no. Oh. You, that's no. probably See, why. See, that's, that's probably but, why. No, People were example, like, you're Tomcat, right? Well, she looks so you got cat ears. And she's like, you think just because I've had cat ears, my name's Tomcat? No, here's what I how, did. I, I how racist. walked up to her, and I asked her if she'd heard anything. And saying that, she's like, why do you think I heard something? Because I got cat ears. And I was she's like, all right. Uh, and that was she's pretty very much. defensive the worst I had done. And after that, I was just like, hi, it's me again. Sorry. We had yeah. gone off on the wrong foot, but yeah, she was, she's one of my favorite characters in the game. Yeah. And that was a bit sad. Like, I think there's a lot of, a lot of care given to these characters mm-hmm. and like you want, they all did feel very distinct and right. they have their own personalities yeah. that I got, mm-hmm. but I thought it was I like just that they really... all have theme songs, which yeah. I love Tomcat's theme song. Oh, yeah. I like get excited every time I hear it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and it was just like, I felt like there was a lot of care given to that. But it was modeled in this kind of, it was trying to be like a Blade Runner noir type story that like I was bored with and that girl got thrown mm. out the window and I got really interested, but then it never went anywhere yeah. interesting. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I think, not to get really like critical, I think of all the games we played for Game Club, this might be the one I liked least. And I'll leave off mm. on this point. Mm. And not a bad game by any stretch of the means. Yeah. Like if you're into point and click adventures, like you'll get something out of this. I don't think it's in my top forty point and clicks. But I thought I don't... the title pointed to something, at least in my head, so much more interesting than the game has. Like, what were you thinking when you heard read only memories? What this game was about? Like I thought there'd be more like investigation and like. And, like, actually, like, uh, trying to discover something based off of notes, almost. Like, like just because of the the concept of read-only memories, you know? Like, the concept of 
of rom you know like okay that's that's where i was leaning towards i'm like it was promising to be this cyberpunk noir thing and i felt like i was gonna you know try and you know solve some crimes through uh through notes like you know things that i can only uh like data that i would gather Uh, oh okay that makes more definitely not the game that i thought i was yeah yeah like when i thought of that when i first heard that title for whatever reason i jumped to classic ps3 game remember me that was way on the road i love that game but the game was talking like you had these memories that you could mm. dive into and you can like mm. change them and so when i for whatever reason like when i was thinking like a read-only memory it's like a read-only file you can't edit but the idea of a memory it is very subjective almost mm. and i thought that was a really interesting kind of combination like if you're looking at memories that you can't edit but can you but the game was this game was nothing like that. It was very much the definition that they probably intended like, it for. So like yeah. I know I think for me I think I just went into it with the wrong expectations. And none of them mm. were met, and I was very meh by the end. Mm. Cool. So, what is it called that uh that uh, that Dumbledore uses? Pensive. Get the memories. Pensive. The ca- pensive. The pensive. So like that. That's kind of where I was. I thought I was gonna solve crimes using. Techno- technology version of the pencil. Huh. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I, I don't love the puzzles, but mm-hmm. I like the game and I like the theme and I like the art and I love the music. Mm-hmm. But Music's good. I do think that like the, the conversational trees are the most interesting part of it. I think that if they focus the puzzles on saying the right thing in the right situation and understanding your conversational partners better which is something mm. i've been making sure to do like with melody or with jess like i've been really focusing on like not saying the wrong thing at the wrong time that mm. feels like my those are my favorite successes like when the fact that i have yeah. jess on my good side and she's like you guys mm. i'm totally into that yeah. right now hates me sure yeah so like that that's where the yeah. game shown to me i feel like these puzzles that you're talking about like the driving she's a b stinks. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lawyer she has to be um yeah, i guess <laughs> and the wall puzzle those don't sound like fun to me and i'm not excited to play them but you should have been conversational <laughs> t- I, I give it i give it an okay but yeah okay so like i i will say that like the f- two hours into this game i was like they're gonna hate me Oh. <laughs> they're gonna hate. They're gonna hate I that I chose this minutes. game. I, did. It's not I was like, because I, because I was hating that game already, uh-huh. and I was like, by, by like, by chapter three, four, I was into it. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't. But by the payoff at the end, I was like, it's okay. I only felt like it was okay. Yeah, yeah I can't say it's anything more than okay. Yeah. I'll probably say that too, because I haven't been through some of the things you guys have yet. I've been through a lot mm-hmm. of it, but not those last few moments, of, mm-hmm. you know. Trial and error, which isn't really a gameplay thing. It's more like a chance. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, so read-only memory. Stamped. Okay. <laughs> All right. Final segment of the night. We're throwing it over to the two-time Trivial Tastemaker champion, Dan Colonna. Wait. He's got two silver monkeys. Two oh, silver monkeys. I forgot about my first silver monkey. It's so shiny and gorgeous. But now it's a new season. It's a new beginning, baby. It's true. You have your title, but... It's true. And I begin this season with a very classic RPG. Oh, God. You've both played this game. You've both... Chrono Trigger. No. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to say not yet. Yet. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sure yeah. we'll come He's got to beat the game first. And That's know, like, correct. Questions and and I'm going to celebrate by digging <laughs> so deep into that game's lore. So you guys better both get ready oh, for that. God. But 
Tonight we're talking about Final Fantasy VII. Oh, uh, I'll give it to Mark. You, I, I, I'll just say, um, I'll just say, Mark's got this. Well, we'll, we'll I, listen, no, these these questions are crafted around general knowledge, yet still playing the game. So we're just gonna go right into it. We, I right, have. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this right now. If I lose this, it's it. It's over. For I me. won't lie. Me I'm never Dave gonna win anything. We've I've had Street Fighter. Dave's had. Games it's Street Fighter the movie, for the record, that we got wrong <laughs> questions. <laughs> I don't want to take up any more of our listeners' wonderful time, so let's get started. Alright. Who's dinging and who's duping or whatever? What's the noises I want to go for? It's a question oh, based I was, I was like, is that a question? It's a question based uh, no. <laughs> it's a question based uh tastemaker, so whose noises? I'm gonna are go what? with a, a classic chocobo sound. It's like Alright, great, perfect. Isn't it Wark? Well, I like to give it a right, so in, in, like a in FF seven it's 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 spelled Wark. Okay, Dave's gonna be it. Dave's gonna be Wark. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be Wark. And you're <laughs> Alright, got it. Okay. For the record, I think none of those are true. So question one. What is the name of the Shinra operative group to which Rufus sang and Elena <laughs> the Turks long? Mark's got Correct. it. Thank you. The Turks is correct, and they wear really gorgeous suits, and they look great. And they have the be- and they have a great theme song that includes those Ba-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. wicked snaps. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like. <laughs> good, good job, Mark. You have one materia. Yes. Okay. Question two: Eris is referred to as an ancient during most of FF7. What is the actual name of this people? Cetra. That is correct. I would have accepted oh, the Chetra because it's kind of, you know, you there's no it, voiceover. You. You so that's question it. two. <laughs> Mark, yeah. you now have two materia for your Buster Sword. You now will have to put any further materia into your armor. I can do that. <laughs> question three. What is the name of Barrett Wallace's daughter? Marlene. Correct. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Are, um, <laughs> Every time you say it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> Mark, you now have three materia. Feel free to fill your armor with materia. For the record, oh, it's, it's inside. That does put the nail in the coffin. But I will ask. Yeah, yeah finish distance. the question. There are three questions. All right. So, number four. What is the birthplace of Red Thirteen? Parker. Uh, Cosmo Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted you. What's the name of that town, Dave? You know this is not fair because I played it way more recently than I, you have. Oh, oh, I didn't. I, I replayed it. I platinumed it. Right. PlayStation. Right. Last question. Right. I haven't played it in over a decade. Well, I felt like this game. Well, anyway, maybe it's just fresher in my mind. This, all right. Okay. So, question five, final question: What are Sid Highwind's aspirations before joining the party? Go to space. Wait, out. It's correct. <laughs> But Dave did hype in quickly. Dave, did, Dave, would you like to answer the question? I mean, sure. He, he wants to go into outer space. <laughs> Correct. Um, there is more to that answer. There is more uh, to that answer. Some, I have something different. I would have accepted either of those, but there is the more moon? to this answer. No, it's, it's a stipulation on about being in space. Uh, see the Earth from the moon? No, Dave. What about Sid's aspirations oh. to go into space are different than just going into space? It's just for fun now. That he wants to fly the rocket no, he, himself? <laughs> yes, but he wanted to be the first man in space. Nobody oh. off of a uh, planet was in space yet. Oh, yeah, he was the first. He was, he was the first, and he was very excited about it. So, Oh, that's Sid Highwind. Well, that's our tastemaker. Mark's favorite character. Mark, you have character. a full set of five materia. Um, <sighs> use them wisely. 
my favorite system yeah. in any Final Fantasy game. It's pretty good. That awards you it a makes gold sense. star. It's it nothing makes crazy. sense. It's a great system. It's better than the junction system. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I feel good about this. Yeah, this you win. have a, a good start. <laughs> I mean, you swept. There were no crazy weird questions. We've had weird questions in the past. This was very strict. Some questions that are too hard. Like, um, what's that guy going to give to Leon Kennedy? <laughs> or what's the line he said? <laughs> what are you buying? What are you <laughs> so selling? Now, if I asked you guys that in five years, you better get it right. So uh, your party's been cancelled. <laughs> who um who upon this win will take it further? Who's next? Barking up a storm out there. Sorry. Anyway. That's okay. Who who's giving the questions next time? Uh Dave, I think. Yeah, it's me. David, but before that, off? what are we playing next time? Oh, we know what we're playing. Oh yeah. We, uh, we, <laughs> the, we the random had, we game selected. generator already the, already uh, we it actually went haywire overnight and it ran on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So, Dave, what did it spit out um, in the morning? It's sheltered. sheltered. Sheltered is the game. Well, your choice. Who is that? Decision. That was my game. Yeah. What do you know about it? I know that it's a strategy game about survival, and not not like Fallout. It's more like rationing your resources and sending the right people to do tasks so they don't die or they do die. That's up to you. And people have mm. attributes, you know. It's more like Fallout Shelter. Yeah, uh, that's what I've I've seen it compared to. Yeah, I guess it is it's like a paid to that, version right? of Fallout Shelter. So, but hmm. we'll see how it goes. Well, There's I'm excited in it. to play it. Yeah. All right. Well, this was episode 13 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast. If you like this podcast, you can follow us on iTunes or subscribe, as they call it. You can follow us on SoundCloud. You can rate us. You can subscribe us. You can give us flowers and candies. <laughs> I would love candies. <laughs> I would love candy, too. And you can send the candy via Twitter, where you can find <laughs> me at, at, <laughs> at MagroCrag. You can find uh, I'm at Dave. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> go ahead, Dan. You can find Dan. You, you, you first. You can find me at, at Dan O'Mac. Seriously, though, Dan, you should go. All right, good. That's good because I felt like going first, and I really appreciate your nomination to go first. You can find me at Dan O'Mac. Okay, D A N O M A K. Thank you. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. That's Dave. Dave, that's me. That's Dave. That's right. And we are the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Have a good night. I have been recording. That's good. Okay.